Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Betsy Bell from How Can This Happen Here? I have today something that I wanted to talk to you about that's really been on my mind for the last few months. And even from before that, from three years ago. But what I need you to do for me is to hear me out. And then I need you to understand that I'm not giving you information that I have not researched. I have researched it and it is available to you as well as to me. But what I have found is that people are afraid. They're afraid of the truth. And what we're finding out as we go along and how can this happen is that the fear is leading them to believe they have no hope. They have no way of dealing with it. This is so far from the truth, my renegade nation, and everyone listening to me on every platform available to you. You have the power to change the world and your world. You need to take advantage of it. So what I'm asking for today is something very important. Hold on to your tidy whities because this is scary. It's scary to me that the country is at this point. So what my subject is today is about January 6th, the Capitol, the quote-unquote insurrection, which, as we all know, based on evidence, if we were willing to see it or to look at it or to try to even understand it, is that there is no insurrection. There were people on the Capitol grounds that were there to say what they wanted the government to hear. As a result of that unfortunate error on their part, because they believed that we're still free and that they could do this and that by law they were allowed there, well, how wrong were they? This is how wrong they were. These insurrectionists, quote unquote, these American citizens that were peacefully displaying what they believed about January 6th, that they had the right to question the election if they showed proof that there was anything that was not that was nefarious, that wasn't done the way that we were told it was done, and that every American has the right to question that, even if they're wrong. They are innocent until proven guilty based on what we know today. So this is what I'm telling you about January 6th that you need to know, not that. You need to know that there are prisoners in jail today who have not had a trial date that are there three years later, and they have no idea what they've been charged with. They have no idea what they did wrong. But what they did do was they asked questions, and you're not allowed to ask questions if you're not on the right side of what these people want you to know. They think they're in charge of your lives. 
and they are. As far as we know today, these people are still in prison and in some cases solitary confinement. Where does that put you as a citizen? It puts you in the realm of people who have taken over and contorted the justice system to the point that it's unrecognizable. We are entitled as an American citizen to a speedy trial. We are entitled to know that if we've been arrested, what are we charged with? Some of these people haven't gone before a judge to understand what they've been charged with. And there are still more than 100 people in jail, some of them serving sentences, but one of them in particular who is speaking out as much as he can has not been charged with a crime. Three years later, did you hear what I just said to you? This man hasn't been charged with a crime and he's been in prison for three years. And some of these people are in solitary confinement. So why do you think that we cannot speak out about this? Why is it that the press is silent? Even the conservative press won't let you know what is happening. But if you look on Google, if you Google some information, you're going to be shocked at what I'm going to tell you. Because what I'm going to give you is a synopsis into the biggest takeover of the justice system in this country. And it has happened with these prisoners in particular. And also, I want you to also consider the fact that we are still dealing with it three years later after the fact of what happened. Why? Why are we still having people in jail who have not been charged? Now... I want to tell you that this is breaking my heart, and it is. It's just so dark and so un-American, and so it just angers me to the point of Mad Dog Red. But right now, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you a few stats that are going to blow your mind. They're available to all of us, but we need to listen, learn, and we need to react. It's time for reaction. There's no more time to have our hearts bleed. I'll be right back. Stay close. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. I'm really glad you're back. Thank you. I had a moment there, but I'm recovering now because I must continue this message that I started with. And it's in regard to the January 6th prisoners. There was a statement made by one of them. Um, his name is Jake. And he shares the January 6th conservative political persecution. He said it resembles Christian persecution in many striking ways. And that means that the people that are incarcerated represent strong family values and a core message of individual integrity. How do we know that what I'm telling you is true? The evidence is overwhelming and it's on some conservative websites. There has been a lot of back and forth as far as 
how the liberal media covers this, and they cover it that these people are nothing but criminals and that they're really bad people. But let me ask you this, everyone out there who is listening to me. Are we allowed a speedy trial? That is the law. We are allowed to have our day in court, and we are allowed to... Con- Let's put it this way. If you are charged with a crime, there is a law against keeping you incarcerated without giving you your day in court, without giving you any justice. So how does this happen? Jake said he has received thousands of letters from the American people During his over 1,075 days of incarceration without a trial, I will say that one more time so that you get it. He has received thousands of letters from the American people during his over 1,075 days of incarceration without a trial. And what he let us know is that the impact these letters have on us, January 6th prisoners, is incredible. Everyone seems to have a handcrafted message from God. People call us modern-day apostles, which is humbling, and we take these words to heart as we turn to God in the courtroom knowing we are not getting a fair trial, unquote. Okay, so dramatic? How dramatic would it be if you were taken from your family for 1,075 days, no charges, no understanding of the crime that you committed, and not knowing why you were imprisoned? That is what it means When you have not gone in front of the judge, you have not been charged, you have not been told what your crime was, you also are in a jail confined to a cell because you committed a crime, but you don't know what crime you committed. But we all know the crime that these people committed, don't we? And yet, We sit here thinking to ourselves, self, I'm a good person. I would never stand for that. But we are. Here we are as Americans, standing for everything that our forefathers fought for to give us the life that we had achieved. Freedom, freedom of speech freedom of religion, freedom to believe what we wanted to. And also, I beg you to listen to me, freedom to vote for the person you want to lead you. And I don't care who wins. I want to know that I have the freedom to say what I want to be led with. If I don't like it, I'll deal with that. But I don't want to sit there thinking that I didn't get a say in it. Because I am a real American. I'm the kind of American 
that you want to hear from because I don't care if you disagree with me. I applaud you for having your own thoughts and believing what you believe, but I would die to defend that right so that you could say what you want to say. But I can tell you, people would love to kill me for what I am saying because they don't agree with me. And because they don't agree with me, I don't have that right to say it. It's a very cold day in America. It's a very cloudy, rainy day in America because we're not seeing who we are. We're not granting ourselves permission to be the strong, the brave, and the willing people to fight for the freedoms that were so graciously given to us, that people spilled their blood, their treasure to give us. Think about that. And I'm going to take a quick action so that when I come back to you, I can get rid of this feeling that I have of overwhelming sadness for all of us and what we're going to be facing in the future if we don't just wake up a little bit. Just open your eyes. See reality. Okay, stay there. I'll be right back. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Betsy Bell here. I'm back. I just wanted you to know that, yes, I'm very passionate about the subject. And also, my heart did stop bleeding because I put a tourniquet on it. The reason that I have explored the subject of the January 6th prisoners is due to so many facts that I can't present to you. But one thing I did want to say to you is that of these defendants, 935 of them have been charged with entering or remaining in a restricted federal building or grounds. Now, I was never aware that the Capitol was restricted. It has not been in my lifetime. And maybe I'm wrong. Good. What would you call somebody who stood on a restricted ground? A trespasser? Possibly. But when we look at the facts of this, we have to remember a couple of things that we're not thinking about just looking at the prisoner situation. We have to look at the fact that the FBI ran roughshod over all of these defendants. They tracked them down all over the United States of America. They were not arrested on January 6th. They were arrested in their hometowns after they left Washington, D.C., after they had gone home to uh, reinstate their lives as they knew them. Yes, as they had known them, not knowing that their lives were forever to change because they wanted to make a statement. They wanted to have their feelings and their ideas known to the rest of the country. We're not allowed to do that. 
They then were tracked down in their homes like dogs and brought back to D.C. And they were arrested without charges. So what does that mean? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because we get the government we deserve. We have caused this to happen. How can this happen? Because we allowed it. We have not done anything to help these prisoners. We have not gone back there to defend them. They have no legal counsel. You are allowed to legal counsel, and if you do not have one, one will be appointed for you. Do you remember that from Law and Order? Yeah, I'm a fan too. But what I'm not a fan of is that lawyers in D.C. will not step out and represent these people. They're afraid to. They're scared to death to. It'll mean their career. It could mean more than that. And I am assuring you that this is happening. It is happening. I also want to point out one other fact that you are not thinking about because our mainstream media is so great at giving you all the information so that you can make your own decision about what you think is happening. And here's the information they've given you, that there were five murders that day. Five people were killed at the Capitol on the day of January 6th. That is the biggest lie ever perpetrated on the American people. There were not I repeat, and I want you to hear me, there were not five people murdered. There was one woman murdered on the Capitol grounds, and her name was Ashley Babbitt. And she has never been, her killer has never been brought to justice. And there's video of him shooting her. What more evidence do we need? Yes, he has the right to counsel but he also has the right to be arrested for murder and he can present his case. At least he would have the opportunity to present his case because I can tell you that the defendants in the January 6th prison, okay, I got way over the top there. What I'm trying to say is obviously the prisoners in the January 6th debacle, they have not had a chance to present their case because they're not allowed to. They cannot be defended. They do not have lawyers to defend them. The only murder on January 6th was Ashley Babbitt. We have to remember that because the man who killed her has never been brought to justice. But the FBI hunted down thousands of citizens of this country who, are been ch- who have been charged with trespassing. I thought we were allowed to step into the Capitol because those are the people we appointed to rule us. We gave them a job to rule us, and we have allowed that to happen. Instead of holding them accountable and making sure that they're doing their job, we just sit there and give them a pass and re-elect the idiots. That's what we're for. 
We are no account, no doing, no living citizens who sit there and vote the same way over and over and over again. And we think we're going to get a different result. And the result that we're getting is the government we deserve. I am sorry if this leaves you with a feeling of helplessness. Because you, my friends, my renegade nation and everyone who listens to my podcast are anything but helpless. That is, you have the talent, you have the education, you have the knowledge to take this situation into your own hands and deliver these people from justice. So stop sitting on your hands. And stop wringing them like you can't do anything. You're a human being with a brain and God-given talent. Use it. Stop sitting on it. Go to your congressmen. Go to your senators. Go to the people in D.C. who are sitting on their hands and tell them to get a grip. Get on it. You can't have people rotting in jail because we don't want to speak out because we're afraid. We're Americans. We're the home of the brave. Get a grip. Do it. Keep the home burns. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I got really over that one. Please keep the home fires burning. We have to make this happen because we cannot allow this to happen. We have to make life better for Americans. We have to make life better for ourselves. And we have to keep on going. Because if we don't, the greatest country in the world is at its turning point of existence. We're either going to exist or we're not. And I think that we're the ones that have the say in it. We're the ones who will decide whether or not we will exist as a country. You're very important to me, my listeners. I want to keep you up to date, but I also want to take in any of ideas and thoughts that you might have. So if you have some thoughts or ideas, just let me know. Thank you.